recording has started. Sorry, I had to stretch. That's okay, it started on your gi. Um, gi? Where did we stop? Uh, oh, actually, this might be uh, pretty easy, because I know exactly who we need to start with. Is it me? <laughs> it is, in fact, you, uh, Yay! Evan. So you saved Santa, and then dipped for a little bit. It happens, you know. Uh, time is weird in this world. Through, uh, I lost a Pokemon battle in Black Tower, and I ended yeah, up at the nearest basically. Pokemon Center. But, Willard. <laughs> What's up? Uh, you fall into the middle of a room that looks like it has no walls as they continue on forever into darkness. Uh, He's surrounded, in the walls. surrounded by one spotlight that comes down from the top that you can't quite see, illuminating, uh, I think it was 12 full body length mirrors around you that just kind of float in the air. There's oh, yeah, one other thing in this are. room. You, uh, Luke, had just talked to the mage, right? Yes. So there's a sound that comes up from the sky, and as the sound comes up from the sky, you hear, like, a whiff of smoke from the mirror in front of you as the mage disappears, and Willard falls to the floor. You can stick the landing if you want. Okay. Luke is in front of you. You land on Luke. Mm. Oh, there is one, one mirror that is not a mirror-like surface. It looks <coughs> like it just opens into uh, a hallway of some sort. Nice of you to drop by, I guess. Uh, got a little occupied. Sorry about that. They'll catch you up, and he'll point towards the room, the, the mirror with the waiting room. What happens if I break the mirrors? I would not recommend doing that, because the mirrors is what's going to take us where we need to go. <coughs> okay. Alright, uh, is he headed into the waiting room, or are you, you? Or both of you? Luke was going to stay. Okay. All right. Luke knows what he wants. Okay, the mage comes back. He says, uh, is that going to be happening a lot? That should be all of our group, truthfully. Well, I guess that's par for the course. This house tends to turn people around. Yes, but what was I saying? Destroy any trace of evidence. Leave nothing behind. Oh, God. Yada, oh, yada, yada, yada. Um, and you had a, a secret from me, or did you want to wait? I mean, I do have a secret. I also should mention, and I tend not to encourage this, unless it's really funny. Technically, secrets about other people can be traded in. Hate this used car salesman ass fucking magician. I will limit it to the people in your group, though. And you don't have to tell them either. Oh, no secrets. Uh, Alex and Maher, Luke, uh, well, Willard walks into the room first. And then after a moment, so does Luke. Where's Duncan? Duncan's already there. Oh, okay. You took a while. I decided to have a little bit more of a conversation with him before coming in. Holmes looks over at Willard. Hey, wait, how did you get in here? Oh, Willie! Where were you now? I don't quite remember. Is this house just shuffling you? I guess so. Didn't really think too much, just... Ended up here. Oh, on the bright side, Willie can't be kidnapped if he's in this house. He's already kidnapped. What? Just don't let me kidnap you. That's fine. Huh? It's fine. Dude, it's what? fine. What? Some dude. No, it, what? I forgot to tell you, now's not the time to talk about the strong man who took lightning fine. Are you talking about my dad? Nah. <laughs> don't think so. That was like eight months ago as well. Did no one tell Willard what happened? I forgot. <laughs> I uh, okay. Well, if it's not my dad, then I'm not too worried about it. I don't know what his dad looks like. 
Alex has never seen him before. But he doesn't tell me about his family. It's true. <laughs> well, he has a dad. Well, he doesn't like telling me about himself, but I apply so much he does. So uh, we ended with as long as it isn't your dad. I'll say right on that, uh, Luke walks back in. Oh, there you are, Luke. Yep. How did it go? What did the mayor man say? Uh, nothing of great importance yet. I wish I could detect lies. <laughs> this version of me can't. Nah. Oh, uh, wouldn't it be Alex nice if it was Cooper? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he isn't telling a lie because he doesn't think it's important to them. Did Did you give him a secret? Not yet. Oh, okay. Secret? Do you have one yet? Yeah. I've been trying to think. Oh, I've been trying to think of some. Why do we need to give him a secret? That's how we get to where we want to go. Yeah, that's the payment. He didn't. He didn't say that. Yeah, he, yeah did. he did. No, he said that it's a payment. That's a secret. It would be dep oh. Alex, roll for me. He said that was a payment. Plus weird. Eight. <laughs> oh. Uh. I as far as you know, he was talking about like some of that stuff, but problem is you got into this waiting room and you started sitting down, uh, and you tried really hard to remember. The events of like the last five minutes, and they're they're a little fuzzy. I've been trying not to forget things. But yeah, the the longer you guys are in here, the more that this place feels kind of like a fake area. It's almost like you is guys this a trap? No, you guys. It's almost like you guys exist in a painting instead of an actual room. Since we need to get this ramped up a little bit, and there are currently four of you, and the kid. And Holmes, yes, and, and Holmes. Holmes. I'm going to say that there is a little text box. Kind of looks like it's got <coughs> physical cards in it um, with certain names. And it's everybody's names. And it uh, Can I play flickers with the cards? kind of like a, well, it, it flickers kind of like a slot machine, as if the slot oh. machine were only one row. Uh, and it settles on Duncan. And there's a little ding, 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 and the door opens. I guess. Alright. You walk out and uh, the light is purple. Okay. Sorry, this seemed like a color you'd like. Uh. I'm more confused. I'm just Why trying to provide a little bit of, you know, and he like floats in with that form. Just atmosphere. I'm not always an asshole. I didn't take you to be, but it's interesting. Your approach. Well, I'll take it. Uh, anyways, what do you got for me? So secrets, what you're after? For the most part, you give me a secret, I give you a secret. It's usually some form of unfortunate truth. Ah. Uh. The scale of it, it depends on how I'm feeling. Some of it's just unfortunate things, you know, like oh, your girlfriend's cheating on you, or they're, you know, you're gonna get. Uh, indicted for murder that you didn't commit, or a a occasionally it's just things man was not meant to know. But you seem nice, so I'll probably not go too heavy. I mean, I don't think I'm entirely nice. There are some things I do regret. Oh? But I normally don't let people catch on to it. That's fair. Any of them worthy of the first secret? And how many secrets am I going to have to give you? Uh, technically two. Uh, usually the first one is a bit of a warm-up. People say, like, uh, I'm allergic to kale, or I have a thing for, you know, alligator skin purses. And then 
the third one is more of the, the bigger stuff. And what if I were to just give you the big secret up front? Well, I guess technically that would count for two, because I don't really want the first one. I'm not very much about playing games. I'd rather get right to the chase. Monopoly. Life. Uh, well, all right then. He kind of like waves his hands a little bit, uh, and in one hand it kind of forms a fancy leather-bound journal, uh, and the other one's got the quill pen. And he sits down with like a, a cross-legged therapist pose, and he goes, "Whenever you're ready." Keep in mind as well, I didn't mention that this guy had a face. He he doesn't. It's it's a cowl with a shadow inside of it. Um, so. This is something I don't like admitting. Okay. I, I honestly haven't even told my brother. There's like a, a, a just a, a slight shift. As if he even needs to scooch the chair. As if he couldn't just float forward. He scoots forward. Leans in. I may have indirectly caused someone's death. Oh, okay. Alright. So, how do you define indirectly? They were pregnant with my child. And they died giving birth. Oh, no. Terrible how often that happens. Um, well, uh, he writes that down. He says, uh, I think that'll definitely do it. How did you feel? Did you learn immediately, or did you find out after the fact? I found out after the fact, considering me and my brother travel a lot. <sighs> okay, he's just writing all of this down. Okay, all right. <coughs> Is the child aware of your existence? Or is he aware of who you are and who his father is? I was specifically told that I would be allowed to have the child again once I settle down. Mm. I have not settled down yet, and I have not been able to see it since. Well, you'll be pleased to know that my unfortunate truth doesn't have anything to do with that situation in particular. But I'll go ahead and... Um, says, uh, I forgot to give one to your brother. I got a little bit too excited. He snaps twice, and then he snaps a third time. And on each snap, uh, a tiny li little ticket is produced. One of them says Luke. Two of them say Duncan. He just kind of waves them through the mirror, and they go in, and they go from, like, two-dimensional to a three-dimensional kind of carnival ticket that comes through. He says, um, you don't necessarily need all three passes to enter a room. As long as everybody has one, you guys can enter one. You know, helps break things up a little bit. Especially if, um, l if you all are losing memories, going into the memory room, finding a couple things, maybe finding some old lost ones, might, might help make this process a little bit easier. Can't go collecting everyone's secrets if they forget them in the first place. That would be correct. And the tickets are labeled. So can't go sharing tickets either smart on your part. Holmes doesn't need one. There's really nothing I could pull from her at this point that I would care about. Do you think she'd be able to get any of her memories back if she went to the memory room? So, um, he kind of leans back a little bit. He places the journal on his leg and he kind of flicks the quill pen around. He says, Holmes is a bit of an interesting case. I've been in this house for maybe a millennia. Um, Holmes has only been in for about <coughs> 60, 70 years. What year is it now out there in the world? 
Goodness. Goodness. He says, um, back when I first got um, taken and I was given the punishment of staying within these mirrors and being a glorified doorkeeper, the hostess was a magnificently dangerous person. If you could call her a person. Um, and to her credit, she still is. But I have not seen the sort of... Um, the hostess is a person that values rules and values people following them. To have anything that would be even considered a bending of the rules or an exception is unheard of. So when this child was brought in and we were told that instead of a punishment, because of the specific nature of how she was acquired, she was going to form part of this house. I don't, I don't want to say that she has any sort of authority anywhere because she's only six and she doesn't remember her own name. But you can see it. If, if you keep an eye out long enough, there are exceptions with the child. I have seen the hostess, the good madame, rip people's souls into shreds to create tapestries. She will put low, high, doesn't matter, any magic user that she finds <coughs> breaking any rule into a book. And then non-magic users, well, you're lucky if you're a mannequin, because then at least you can think for yourself. Some of them just don't survive the, the runaround. Actually, there's another kind of um, odd question I have. I wasn't sure which one of you to ask, but you seem rather receptive. Um, how are you all alive? What do you mean? Well, you died. I watched you when you came in through your giant flying metal dragon. The jet. Yes, jet. The, that's a nice name. Um, but no, I saw, I saw your giant um, vehicle come in and almost hit the side of the house before it was completely consumed by the madame smoke and exploded. The fact that you're here standing with all of your appendages and it looks like the people that can still perform magic are? Um, this feels a little bit different from just a fluke. I don't have the answer for you. Oh. Maybe I'll try piecing things together on my own. Best of luck. Thank you. And on your next runaround, maybe we'll talk about that unfortunate truth. But for right now, I think I'm satisfied. All right. All right. He'll just go back into the waiting room without another word. <laughs> uh, Willard Odds, Alex Evans. I guess that's it. Oh, yeah. You set. Alex. It was interesting. Okay. Learned something. What'd you learn? The fact that uh, we, in fact, were brought back from the dead. Oh, that explains why you guys were really, really, really still, and then you woke back up. Congratulations, Colin. You were right. We were dead. I thought so. I mean, I've only <coughs> seen a dead person a couple times before, um, but... Oh, you know. Beep. What it is, what it is. She just shrugs her shoulders. Says, 
things happen. So what, I suppose? Yeah. Alright, cool. Yep, same as before, that little, um, that little slot machine rolls up, and <laughs> all three cherries, it's Alex. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna s we're gonna start this all over again because it's gonna sound like a bunch of silence, and I apologize. <laughs> you um, just have you talking. Just me talking. Um, okay. Let's try this again. Okay. You just you walk in. He's got a whole kaleidoscope of colors because he can't pick one. Like I, I like the kaleidoscope. I'm gonna one. I'm gonna keep the fact that you rolled a ten because we did. Uh, Thank you. you. You did roll that well. And that'll be for when you leave. But yeah, he's he's got almost like a whole comfortable room. Uh, I said almost it's like a therapist's office. Yeah. And then you started mentioning something specific. I actually, I was going to mention this before you got into the room. Something feels weird. There's a kind of, um, you can't see any of the walls of this room. And so based on the amount of light that's coming in, you would know if there were walls. So the fact that this room feels a, a lot smaller than it did before seems a little strange. But, uh, yeah, you're coming in, and he's just getting set up. And he said, um, you know, I've actually been really excited to speak with you. Before we go talking about what, uh, what your specific secret is, you are kind of an interesting sort. I get that. So here's what we're going to do, because... I have a feeling I know what we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> How do you wonder that? I don't know. It's almost like I didn't have your mic on. I just noticed. <laughs> Goddamn um, future Katie. <laughs> he flips to a certain portion of the book. He says, um, try to be careful, you know. That I'm going to point to a specific page that's your page. Although, you know, I know how mortals' wandering eyes are. He hands you the journal through the mirror as it goes from two-dimensional to three-dimensional. And there's a ticket in it, in it as a bookmark. Uh, it looks like, from the way that it's covered, it says EX. That's marking the page where you're at. This is a book of unfortunate secrets. They're secrets that I gathered the second that you all entered into my room. They're not something that I take from you specifically, I don't think. I just receive them. I don't comb through any of your minds. I don't think I'd want to. So, color me surprised when over a thousand years of picking apart people that want to walk through a damn door, I find this. And would you like to open the journal that has your uh, page on it? Yeah. Okay. So... Two things that you see, because I will give you for the sharp. The unfortunate truth that everybody is going to be given is on the one side of the page. Do you want to take a cursory glance or do you just want to look at yours? I'm going to take a small glance. Okay. So you read. You don't know what it is. It's, it's too fast. You get a little bit. Um, I can't give you too much without raising suspicion, but this might be why you see it in the first place. Everyone's truths are rather long. So if, for instance, he had given uh, Luke's truth, um, it had actually been rather short what he said. Underneath one of the truths, not sure who, not sure how, it's not formatted very well and it's written in cursive, you see the name Alicia, and then your truth is on the other side. And all it says is one word. It says unfortunate. 
and the journal shuts itself up as the ticket flies out. The mage in the mirror says, uh, you can keep that. That's yours. It's technically part two. That's odd. That's what I was thinking. Is it normal to have, like, one word? Not that I am aware, though it's not impossible, I suppose. <laughs> though it does bring me to kind of an interesting question. We might as well get into it right now. Are you aware of what you are? Mm. As you think about it, he kind of starts to walk around and just study you. Journal still in hand with the quill. Not really. There have been things here and there that prove that I'm not human, but that's about it. Okay. Like sprites repeatedly coming up and asking me to kill them to do stuff. Sprites? Yes. The small like mask pixie. themselves like animals? They're more like pixies, if anything. Pixies. Real pixies. Mm -hmm. so okay. Keep your voice down. How long have you been aware that you have this ability? Mm, I think they started appearing when I got really hurt the one time. Alright. And did your... Uh, did you grow up with parents? Did they understand? No. You didn't grow up with parents. I grew up alone. Um, at, at some point while he's swirling around, he catches on something and he notices it. And he says, oh, there's a... There's a scratch on the the mirror. I've never had a scratch on the mirror before. That's very weird. Alex is going to look at the scratch. You're going to look at the scratch in the mirror? Yeah. Roll me a plus weird. I'm good with those. I, got, I have a plus three. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at these. Uh, he looks kind of concerned, and you can see more of his form now. He appears to be in older man though um just under middle age and he's got these dark blue glowing eyes he looks almost familiar like someone you've seen maybe in a movie before but it's got a strange sense of disconnect so maybe he's just got one of those faces but he runs his finger on the inside and you hear him kind of like click his tongue a little bit he says it's glass. You can cut yourself. No, that's not possible. I've had scratches on the outside before, but this is a scratch on the inside. You look clearer. What? Mm. He, he loses, like, most of the color in what was already in his pale face, and he says, um, all right, uh, and he shuts the journal up, and he says, we're done. I'll be able to talk to you again in the future, but I'd suggest you bring another person. And if it's all right with you, I'm going to take a five-minute <coughs> intermission, and you can head back into the waiting room. You've been very helpful. Thank you for your time. He did not technically ask you for a secret. Doesn't matter. He screw up. Yeah. So what happens in this case is he says, uh, you did a fantastic job. He, he scribbles down a ticket. He says, take this. It's yours. I need to go think. Uh, and he just I know exactly. swirls, he swirls around in the room. I know exactly what I say when I, say when I walk into the waiting room. Mm. I've won. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause really fast because I do want to wait for Doug to get down yeah. here. Yeah, he is okay. down here. He's outside. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to go get him. Uh, okay, Maher wakes up from his brief, I don't know, eyes wide open. Old man nap. nap. Old man nap. <laughs> Nobody wanted to wake him up. They're just going to give him a second. I was just resting my eyes. I wasn't. Maher doesn't like talking about secrets, so we let him have a rest before he has to talk. 
by the way, um, as soon as you come in, Alex, that slot machine card thing comes up again. <laughs> Doug, odds or evens? Evens. Okay, then your odds. <laughs> Next one's going to be Willard. I won. Won what? What? I got the ticket without saying anything. Ticket? Oh. oh. I, got, I, I got the green light without having to say secrets. Oh, how? We talked. He sounds like a right bastard now. No, he's cool. Wait, how did you get the ticket, though? I think the short term is I scared him. Oh. Do you have to do that two more times? Mm -hmm. I didn't even get to tell him anything. All right, Willie, you got this. Talk about your dad, apparently. Yeah, that's going to be one of them. Okay. All right. Uh, Willard, you enter in. What's your favorite color? Uh, probably red. Okay, so there's a light red that comes in through the uh, that top spotlight, but it looks like the mirrors now inhabit a whole room. That room looks like it is in disarray. Although it may have once been comfortable, it appears to be in a state of decay or abandonment, and you can see uh, a figure within the glass, shadowy, and uh, you can't quite see its face, uh, and it just kind of floats in a light circle around those twelve mirrors, muttering to itself. You good? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, hi. Yep. New new person. Uh, he accidentally knocks a chair over. He says, uh, sorry about that. Um, what happened? He waves at hand, and he says, um, just a, a bit of a small, uh, it, it's strange being locked away in a place for a thousand years and then getting uh, new information. And he sits down and he says, so I don't think anyone's explained this quite yet, but... Something about secrets, I heard. Yes, uh, usually it's a warm-up round. One of your friends uh, ended up giving their biggest secret first, which I considered fair enough, and I gave them to. Usually the first secret is for people that are nervous about talking about how they feel. All right. So how many tickets can I get from this in the end? I can give you a secret. That would be one ticket. You could give me two secrets, one big and one not big, and that would count for two. Or, technically, considering I've already allowed that to happen, and I like to think I'm somewhat fair, you could give me the best secret you've got, and I'll consider weighing it against the option of giving you two tickets. So you could walk what out of here without three. about two bigger secrets? Two bigger secrets? Now, okay, all right. He shuts the journal. He seems to gain back some of his fervor because before he had just been kind of muttering to himself. He, he sits I do back. that to people. He sits back. I've he smooths known. over a new page of the journal, brushes a little bit of dust off of it, leans back, crosses his legs, and he goes, whenever you're ready. Do you want this? I, I guess this would be the smaller one. So um, I'm sure you're already quite acquainted with Alex at this point. Yes, yeah. In fact, I have gotten the chance to see a little bit of uh, what he's about, though. I don't think it was all of it. Is he always that energetic? Oh, yeah. So, I don't really... Uh, I've known Alex for a long time now. We're business partners of sorts, yes. I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Best uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody ruined my train of thought there That's for okay. a second, because all I, all I could think of is the Squidward scene from the <laughs> cool Spongebob episode, Best Friends. <laughs> well, over the years of me knowing him, I guess I've grown a bit fond of him. I don't really have the heart to tell him. I'm dying of cancer. Well. Okay. Everything's getting left to him because I have no relatives left alive. How about that? 
And how long did you say you've known him? Uh, I've known him a good chunk of time now. Hmm. He's very optimistic, and uh, I trust him. And he's the only person that... Uh, oh, no, he doesn't... Even he doesn't know. Have you told anyone else about this? No. All right. I'm not too familiar with modern human disease, but I do... That one does ring a bell. I can't quite remember why, but... That is certainly a, a highly heavy admission. And you're leaving him with a king's wealth. More or less. Well. I'm going to defer to you and say that you know him better than I do. But I'm just going to go ahead and put that down in my notes. Do you know how long you have left? I'm unsure. I've been trying to find treatments for it. But the, unfortunately, there's no 100% cure, even our, in our day and age with our technology. Mm. Well, I don't know how much it comforts you to know, because I don't know the state with which you uh, interact with the rest of your group. You are not the only one that is running out of time. That being said, this is uh, a lot more serious of a situation than I had expected. I tell you what, and this is... Not just because I have had quite a lot happen in the last hour or so. He produces three tickets. He hands them over to you. Thank you. He says, as for an unfortunate truth, I don't know if I have something that is more unfortunate than that. Though the most that I can say is, I've been told, and this is all that I really have in the journal, your extended family, they're seeking something very sinister out. That was going to be part of my next secret. My father's come out of hiding again. Okay, alright. That, that hasn't happened in over a decade now. I know Alex wasn't sure, but I'm fairly confident the man that Alex talked about getting struck by lightning and walking it off was my father. Struck by light, struck by lightning, father coming out of hiding. Are you sure you're not like an illegitimate son of King Arthur? Well, I don't think so. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> That's a stupid character idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so technically this was something that um, Alex was supposed to pick up. I'm going to give it to Willard. You are given the three tickets, and he writes down a lot of different information, and he says, should you ever find yourself in this house again, Try and come see me. Okay. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but you've piqued a very specific type of interest, and I think I might do what I can to fish information about this out from anybody else that happens to stumble All in. Right. Well, from what I've gathered about this house, it seems mostly the dead or the almost dead come here mm -hmm. to join, so I'd hope not anytime soon, but say in the future it happens, I wouldn't mind paying you another visit. Well, it's been fun, and it sounds like I've been able to <laughs> avoid talking to him for this long, but send the last one in. Okay. I see cold. When you, you come out, specifically, um, <laughs> the... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh. <laughs> you guys have been boiling your RC cola, right? <laughs> boiling? Are you supposed to boil it before you drink it? <laughs> I boil My it. My father telling me this. I, I drink your refrigerated. <laughs> I you pulling that. the RC Cola out and just like cracking open, he's like, you've been boiling that, right, Willard? What? 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 Oh my god. <laughs> and taking a swig of it. No, 
You know what's incredible about this reveal as well is the next mystery has a really hard tie to the Royal Cola original recipe. Hell yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, Willie's character arc. <laughs> we gotta beat it out of your dad. As you are coming out, you see specifically that this room, it's adorned with trinkets and trophies. It, it may be small, but he goes over some of them. Not any in particular. It looks as though secrets may not be the only thing he enjoys collecting, as a lot of them look like mementos. Ah, sweet. He said he wanted to talk to me again. Like, if I ever ended up here again, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give him something before I go. Oh, you're too. It's Kenny's shotgun. Oh, wow. Okay, this is... Because Kenny's shotgun's are... rather fancy. <laughs> I'll put this up somewhere, um, somewhere safe, uh, thank you. It's from an old friend of mine. I have a feeling, I, I've been getting a lot of feelings lately, I don't like them that much. Um, I have a feeling there's someone else that would want this a lot more than me, but I'll hold on to it for now. Next mystery, Sarah's coming in. Okay, Willard comes in. There is really no slow clicking this I time. I forgot about Sarah. Can I undo that shotgun thing real quick? <laughs> We're retconning you that. You can have this picture of oh, Kenny's shotgun. You can have this nude of my dad. I tell you what, you, you hear him say, oh, I, I think someone else might want this more than me. I appreciate it, though, and okay. he hands it back to you. Pause. I've never seen them, but I think someone wants this more than me. And then you head back into the room, and instead of a, a, like a slot picks. machine turning through different names, it just clicks to Maher's name. Holmes isn't even on the list. <laughs> it's like children under four get in for free. But she six. Slaps, <laughs> slaps Maher on the ass. Get in there. Okay. W Willie, you do come back yeah. in. You How still have your shotgun. Well, I got three tickets. Did you have to tell him anything? I did. It's not too important, though. Is he okay now? He was kind of having a crisis when I yeah, left. Yeah, I, I noticed. We'll have to talk about crisis? that later. I don't even know what I did. Tell me so I can mimic it. What, what exactly did you do? I don't know. Maybe because I'm not human? You're not human? Yeah, I'm not human. We've been over this. No, every time someone forgets something, you have to roll me a plus weird maher. <laughs> Five. Oh, mark an experience. Sweet. See you later. You forgot your parents again? Fuck. Oh, let me get you a, a pencil. I, I gotta quit doing that. I have two level ups now. Because I leveled up again and I didn't do the last level up. So, uh, Maher, no. you walk in. It's all mostly mirror. Although you can see through some of the mirrors. It looks like there may be a room beyond it. It's comfortable, but it's also old looking. Like it hasn't been touched for a while and all the surfaces are dirty. Save for one little plush red chair. And the man in the mirror is paging through. Uh, he looks like he's scanning his finger over a, a bookshelf as you come in. He's just uh, humming to himself as he takes one out, writes a note in, puts it back in, as though uh, he's pretending that he hasn't seen you yet. In addition to that, you walk in the door and you have that brief moment of it's hard to remember when you've forgotten something. You're pretty sure that one, two, three, four, five, there were only Six members in your group. Well, right now, five of those six are here. I know the discrepancy. Willie phasing. It's okay. The floor, I like mean, you guys were just talking about it. You do still remember that the one that isn't here is the pregnant one. So he's pretending he didn't see me. Yeah, he's pretending he doesn't see you. I take my gun out and I point it at him. 
You know, I did just see a bigger one of those earlier. I'm starting mm -hmm. to think that they're probably pretty important. What do you plan on doing with that? I put it away. <laughs> what do you plan on doing with that? Throws it through, <laughs> cocks him in the head, just goes to the mirror. Tell you what. You showed me yours, I'll show you mine. <gasps> uh, all the lights in the room go out, and you can hear him really close up near uh, your side or your ear. <laughs> now that's an Alex move. You love to see it. This dude's about to unload flintlocks on you. you just give, give him a little ghost kiss. Like, oh, Jesus. I, I do mean, that I right in his also face. Do that. You can't see him, but his voice sounds much closer as if he is walking around in the room. Don't do this often, but you seemed like a, a specific case. So... Whenever you're ready. What do you want? Uh, this is the last time I'll have to do this spiel, thank God. I deal in the realm of secrets. I mentioned before that there are three echelons. Did any of your friends tell you exactly how this works? or? Nope. You weren't sleeping, were you? No. I just saw you rub your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't I no. see anything. It's pitch black in here. Magic yeah. is bullshit. He floats his voice around you a little bit. Usually, I don't really care much for the first secret. It's just kind of to get people's feet wet. Second one, I have a secret of my own, specifically for you, that I give to you. Not too bad. The third one, I'll be honest, your friends have given me some rather large and heavy information. Exciting, interesting, dynamic, complicated. So... This third one is probably the one that people have the most issue with. And as far as I'm aware, one person already has those three fulfilled. Alex has two. I'll be excited to hear that third one. And According to him, he didn't tell you anything. I, I know enough of what I need to know. Uh, he does stammer a bit, though. Um, really? He says, um, if it would actually make you more comfortable, I suppose I could pull back. I'm fine. He's going to write something down in his journal. I'm going to go sit down. And you take as long as you need. So I'll be honest. Mm. I don't want anything from you. I have no way to know if you're telling the truth. And I highly doubt you have any incentive to. So let's get this secret over with. He opens up the journal. You can hear the pages flip. And there's a little bit of a, a lick of the pen. Whenever you're ready. I've killed a friend of mine. Oh. Crime of passion, or...? I hand out my hand for the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> that's Mario's way around it. Nope, that's already one way to go. Tier Mar number one is completely passed through. You feel a, a piece of paper hit your hand. It says, that's one. If you want to do another go around, you can. Or uh, It's still pitch black, right? Yes. Yeah, I start looking for the mirror to leave. <sighs> Just go turn... 15 degrees, it's to your left. I'm actually not lying. I follow the instructions. You walk back into the waiting room. Hey, how'd it go? Oh, wow. You got the ticket. Little does he know, I have no plans on going anywhere other than the observatory. <laughs> Him? No! <laughs> I had no idea what to write down uh, as a note to make it look like I was writing, so I just, I just do a little man. <laughs> Maher, what was your secret? Maher, Maher, it? It's a secret for a reason. You can't tell people your secrets, and they're not secrets anymore. Maher, tell us. No. <laughs> you only got one ticket anyway. 
Yeah, I'm sure you got more. Yeah, than apparently one the rest of you began spilling immediately. I tried. It's not <laughs> like I've got to be too worried about my actions catching up to me. Ominous. I don't like that. I do, but they can't find me. <laughs> Ominous. I really don't like that. Everybody has one ticket at least. Except Holmes. I think he's just going to let me in at this point. I split mine with her. Oh. Well, now it's useless. Wait. Can I have, can I have the one that has the M on it? No. Oh. So now what do we do? I suppose it's another round through. Oh, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for either a message or the thing to start spinning again. Maybe we can just all go out at the same time and ask him to go through. Mirror's not big enough. Well, like in a line. That would work. All right, so so you go back through first, then. You're the first one, anyway. I want to go to the memory room. Well, we we can go to the memory room. Trust me, we are definitely going to the memory room. At I'll the go moment. to the observatory. I would like to get more tickets. If possible. Well, okay. then you. I'm already okay. clear. Hmm? I've got all three of mine. To the observatory? Yeah, we're all gonna go to the same place. I too would like a third ticket. I'm fine with just my one. Well, well, then since I already have my three, I'll accompany you to the observatory. Let's go to the observatory first. Wait, we can get up more tickets when we're done? <coughs> I was trying to get a third one now. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. That way we don't. That way we don't gotta come back right away. Well, Al Alex, if you want to walk back through the waiting room on your own, you might be able to catch him. You guys would just have to wait a couple minutes. I'm gonna catch him lacking. <laughs> you catch him lacking. Okay, you enter back in, and all of the mirrors are actually clear now. Instead of pretending not to notice you, it looks like he may actually be looking at something else. I'm gonna go to the mirror that has the scratch on it. Okay. Way on the scratch. Uh, all of the mirrors shake and quiver. <laughs> For God's sakes! Oh, okay. Hello. Hello again. Hello again. What have you got for me? Don't worry, I've calmed down. Now do it again. Hit him with it. <laughs> so I actually don't understand. Well, for starters, I don't know how this works because some of us still want are the tickets. Were we just supposed to come back through naturally, or? Um, as long as everybody has one ticket, they can enter one of the rooms once. I'm always here, and the waiting room is its own room, so oh. it doesn't really go away. Truthfully, now that you all have one ticket, if you've decided where you can go, I can lift up one of the images of one of the mirrors, because there are, in fact, three doors. Well, we can do that in a moment. I would like all three tickets before I go. Okay, so you need one more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you can you handle one more? You didn't seem to handle the last way so easily. I've adjusted to what I believe you present yourself as and what you actually are. And I find myself even more invested in what else you would have to keep from me. Also, why is your friend so like that? Umar? Yeah. Back before I got trapped, I've seen certain types that were like that, and usually they died in battle right at the ripe age of 17. So, I, I don't know. Is he harder fought? I don't think so. Do you He's even like, still have wars in your era? Oh, mm, I want... Mm, that's a difficult question. Oh. Depends on who you ask. What do you mean? <laughs> I guess what I'm asking is, is he more hardened by heavy battle? I don't know. He... <laughs> I know he lives in his parents' basement. 
He just writes it down. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, but all right. It doesn't really appear to have any... <sighs> I wish Margaret was here. Margaret would know. Well, now, hold on. She's not... I haven't heard a name like that in a very long time. I don't know. I feel... I feel... Have you been in a movie or anything? Like a book or something? N no, but I... I, I have been in certain Renaissance paintings in the past. Plus, when you get to a certain level of magical ability, you all start to gain certain identical characteristics. I have been told I look like Merlin, though. Maybe, but that doesn't seem right to me. Merlin's not real. You seem familiar to me in some way. I don't know. As for the Margaret question, though, uh, Margaret is our boss. Oh. So wouldn't come with in the group isn't infantry. No, sometimes she does. She did last time. Why not this time? I guess something's going on. Oh. Maha would know. You're <laughs> absolutely certain that she didn't come with you? I only ask because you all were dead. We got better. And you, But you remember <coughs> exactly how many people were in that plane? Wait. Did you she said come she with us? She said, you said she usually comes with you, right? Yeah. Maybe she went back with, to Alicia? I can't. I'll be honest with you. I remember we were in the jet trying to save Santa Claus. I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking lost. <laughs> I know we had our main people. Mm-hmm. But I can't really remember if Margaret was there or not. You know, it probably doesn't matter. I wouldn't worry about it. Especially since uh, the only place where you'd ever really be able to tell if everything was alright and if there was a connection to the outside world is the memory room. What happens if we tell one of our friends our secrets that you gave us a ticket for? Nothing. You already told them to me. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know before you told anybody else. It's more so the raw emotional impact. Oh. Anyways, uh, your friends seem very weird. And uh, the oldest one should probably talk to somebody. Maher's not the talking type. That's probably where that comes from. <laughs> He's having some issues. It's hard to remember things here. Oh, yes, yeah. You're going to forget all of your personalities if you stay here for too long. Except for the kids' room. That's a safe space. Mm -hmm. I'd like to not talk about the child. Child! The child! Child! <laughs> So well, I just tell you a third thing and I get a ticket? Yes. Or I guess in this case, I tell you a first thing? Because I didn't tell you anything. Get I just want a secret. And I've been making bargains with many of your friends before. I've actually been making it easier than I need to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't see why people say you're an asshole. You know, I think it just depends on the person. Wait, wait. He hates the child <laughs> and nothing is said. I'm I just am, like <laughs> and everyone know. loses their <laughs> minds. Hey, this guy's fucking stuck in the mirror. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I think he's allowed to be a little pissy. I hate it here. <laughs> fucking bullshit. You're just surrounded by me. I have a reason. I have a better reason to be pissy. What's your third secret? Oh, I think the universe is trying to kill me in some way. It just can't find me yet. Have you told anyone else about this? Uh, cryptically a minute ago, but not in those exact words. Hmm. I said exactly that the consequence to my actions are trying to find me. Okay. But they cannot. But they can't. 
I think that's because I'm currently wearing a glamour. Like a glamour glamour? You want to see? Yes. <laughs> He's going to drop part of his glamour again for, for a minute. So, you drop your glamour and nothing happens? At least to you. But you also, you drop that glamour and all of the mirrors, you can hear it from the inside going out. It's like the cracking of ice. It goes in one long line around the back of all of the mirrors until it almost hits the edge. He's going to put a and you can take hear, it back. You can, you can hear this slam as you see the mage put two hands on either side of the frame with fingers slightly coming out. And he says, all right, that's on me. <laughs> I asked. <laughs> I think I know what caused the crack. He goes, uh. That's uh, interesting. Take a, t- take your, take your third ticket. Go home. What was that? Um, my dear boy, I believe you have royal elven lineage. Elven? I the last time I have seen anything to that magnitude was the last time that I ever saw. I would say the hostess in some form of distress. That's unsettling in its own way, though. Yes, well, there's not too much that I can say on my half, or, you know, (laughs) she would absolutely murder me. I will say, it doesn't seem like the universe saw that, either. I exist in a place where no one can see me other than people who are in this room and the hostess herself. It's to maximize my suffering, I believe. (sighs) Well, I'm sorry for that. Don't worry. Thanks for the ticket, though. Yeah, no problem. And if you uh, you learn or hear about anything else, let me know. I'm going to go back through. I got the ticket. Well, that's good. Apparently, we can just kind of come in now. All right. We we just go in with the ticket, and I guess tell them where we want to go. We can each go and do one room one time with that ticket. Good to know. Which means you can head straight to the observatory. And that's exactly what I'll do. Should we all head there for at the beginning, or no? I think so. Better safe than sorry. Yes. Alright. You good with that, Willie? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Alright. So, you guys all head back out, and uh, once you've made your decision, the only mirror that is not cracked, and those cracks <laughs> remain, that long crack, uh, it is darkened. Although, it looks like there's a glimmer somewhere down in that door itself. It's become its own doorway. Mirror Man is not really seen, although you can kind of hear those wisps a little bit. It appears as though he has uh, backed up a little bit. Those are going to be fixed with time, right? I'll be able to take a look at them. Maybe I'll be I'll even be able to... Uh... No, if I ask the hostess to come down here, she's going to ask why they're like this, and she doesn't know you're all down here. Is this also on the inside? Yes. Oh, maybe it's your psyche. Well, I don't believe in that. Oh. I tell you what, you all get where you need to go, and I'll, I'll worry about my own things here. And, by the way, like I mentioned before, try not to make a lot of ruckus. Well, we're all going to go to the observatory first. Okay. After that, I think we're going to have to split up, because some of us have three tickets, some of us have one. Well, if you come on back, and anybody changes their minds, I have more tickets to dispense. But, that's as far as I have. Uh, you can't see him, but you can hear his voice. He is inside of those mirrors. 
when you guys go in, uh, one ticket from everybody just burns up and fades away. And Holmes just strides right in. Uh, you guys enter into a room that is more modern looking than the rest of it, though only by a small amount. It's cleaner. It's got more concrete and concrete. It's got more concrete than wood, and it's also got this large glass half sphere that shows off the most brilliant night sky to the point where you can see the edge of the Milky Way, edge. that kind of clouded interstellar dust. It looks as though you are looking up at the clearest Earth sky that any viewpoint could imagine. Holmes is kind of starstruck. There's telescopes. It looks like there's like actual developed equipment. And there is a lot, a lot, a lot of notes. Um, Am I the only... Am I the only one who's kind of curious about why this room is one of the only th three that doesn't make sense? What do you mean? Well, hear me out. The memory room seems incredibly important to this place. Yes. Holmes is running around. The trophy room seems incredibly important to the hostess. Yes. This one doesn't really feel that like the other two. This, it has a library in here, right? It's just notes, really. Oh, but that star's in here. Yeah. Star. Maybe it's just pretty? Is that it? I oh. honestly maybe don't know. There could be secrets hidden away. My dad said you could use the stars to tell the future, but he also said that that's mostly just for fun. Is that why you wanted a star on your Christmas list, you think? I think I just... Hmm. I'm going to have her roll, actually. She takes that information in, she takes that question in, and she just thinks about it really, really hard, and she doesn't give you an answer. Though it looks like uh, she's trying to find one. Ah, that'll be good enough. She says, uh, there was a reason I wanted to be here, but I can't remember, I can't remember why. Well, maybe you'll figure it out while we get the star. Yeah. I don't know why the lights are on, though. It makes it hard to see. Um, does anybody want to, uh... Turn them on, like a light switch. Well, the lights are actually already on. Oh. Even even though the lights are on, it's still pretty uh, easy to see some of this. It's possible that if the lights are off, you might be able to see more. But uh, anything other than that, I'm going to need an investigative mystery from someone. Really, guys? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's investigative mystery for? Sharp. I got this. What's your sharp? Plus two. No, no need. That's a 12. Okay. I was about to turn the lights off. On a 12, most of what she is looking at... Now, c keep in mind, most of this is stars. Where her notes lie and what they say are more related to planets, um, specifically the parts in the sky that don't twinkle. And you can kind of tell, based on the notes that she's got, they all triangulate into a star that's close to where Orion's belt would be right on the edge of it. It's right underneath the North Star, I believe. In addition to that, with the high sharp that you got with Investigative Mystery, uh, I don't know if any of the questions would actually apply here. What can it do? Okay. what it do? So, considering this whole mystery is kind of related to whatever the hostess is, I'm going to have Willard discover old notes. Instead of uh, this actual astronomical charting, um, you run across what looks to be a modified, I like an empty prayer book, 
that someone has filled with their own personal writings. It looks like it's from a man named Franklin writing letters to... The turtle? I'm sorry. That's okay. It's from a man named Franklin writing letters to his wife, Josephine, specifically about the illness of their child. From the way that he's writing, it appears as though Josephine has already died. And uh, a lot of what gets talked about is more so his own specific day-to-day lives, you know? He tries to be with her as much as he can. There's only so much that you can do on the salary that he's been given. And he also talks about taking her up to the building that he's working on to look at the stars. uh, And specific ones that she had really enjoyed. He mentions uh, that they're going to call it the Rockefeller Center. Um, he, <gasps> he mentions that, you know, he's been trying to chart some of the stars in his own way, but it's a little difficult. And then towards the end of it, uh, unfortunately, despite his best efforts and best attempts, it appears as though Shirley is going to die of pneumonia. The, the only last thing that's written is just him talking about how uh, he's, he's looking for the most desperate of measures, uh, and even those aren't working. He does not know what to do at this point. The, the book ends on a rather vague note. Um, but it does mention the star. It, it kind of coag- it coagulates. Coagulates! It, it kind of um, it lines up with some of the other notes around it. Cooperates? It looks as though whatever the, hostess, whatever the hostess was looking up is related to finding out which star the girl in the book had been looking for. I'm going to show the people the notes. Okay. Holmes herself can't really operate any of the telescopes, but she's trying her best to look in it. A- as well, um, there are more than enough like notes in here about other unrelated things for anybody that would like to uh, roll. Inve- nah, let's let's do a plus weird. Damn it! <laughs> Just as bad for me. I'm sorry. Feeling special, Michael? Sure. God damn it! You beat me. Hey, what's funny is I can actually just kind of give this to you because of oops. Oops. <laughs> so you got uh, you got a success. Okay, and you got a mixed success. Um, Alex, you find it's hard to tell, and it doesn't have a lot of description on it. It's something Holmes may have mentioned. It's a swirling cloud that was in fact going over the ocean that originates from a part of the North American continent that shouldn't be there. It looks as though... Is it like a hurricane cloud? Well, it itself doesn't quite look like a hurricane. It looks like fog that moves in in kind of a river-shaped pattern over, over not just Earth, but also ocean. But North America itself, right around where Florida would be, where Florida technically is right now, there is this bulge of just Earth. And you definitely know right where that is. There's supposed to be ocean. There's not supposed to be anything there. And she's got it marked off with a lot of strange question marks and notes and a language that you can't understand, except for one note in English that just says, stay away. What is this? The map itself looks like it's also charting the course of um, that the house. Hey, I think I think this is where we're currently going. At least, or where we plan on going. Hey, Maher. What's up? You don't plan on going to Florida, right? No, why? It says don't. Don't go to Florida. 
Yeah, essentially. I mean, that's good advice in general. Floor is fun, though. It was Luke or Dungan that found the... Luke. All right, Luke, you find, unfortunately, a lot of this information isn't totally related to you. There's two things. There's something in the ocean. It looks like she poured a lot of time and energy into finding out what specifically it was. And as far as you can tell, the information you have is it wasn't there before. It hasn't been there for a long time. It showed up a couple of Earth, like human years ago. And it has an incredibly dangerous amount of, not specifically energy, but almost the lack thereof. There's something incorrect about this area that, uh, it's also writes down there that the Bermuda Triangle is in fact just myth. But if there had to be anything like that, it would, it would be at this point in the ocean. At the, uh, the edge of some of that research as well, there is notes that chart the ocean to something that got picked up in the ocean to something that is coming in that lines up with motion in the sky. Something is moving between the stars. Uh, that was really everything in the observatory that could be found. Quick out of character question. There's no rule against stealing, right? Let me check my rules. Let me check my rules. Because it's breaking noise. Ceiling seems kind of impolite. It, that's going to be something you're going to have to like. Is it stealing if it stole the house? <laughs> oh, it's like fucking picking something up in Walmart and not putting it back down. And then right when you get to the door, just putting it back on the shelf. I fucking hate people that do that. <laughs> We're going to be the people who do that. I guess it isn't stealing if you don't leave the house. That being said, uh, I will give you one word of advice. Don't. If something is called a trophy room, when We're you go into it, I, I assume you're talking about something in the observatory. If something is called a trophy room, it probably needs to stay in the trophy room. Oh, no. It, he's thinking about the note. He's thinking about the note? Because he wants to make his own cliff notes. Go, go for it. It's just for That being said, there is something in the trophy room that everybody will uh, probably want to take with them. Uh-uh. I, I need you guys to take it with you. No. Uh-oh. I'm that's throwing it in the fucking ocean the millisecond we're done with it. That's, that's too fair. bad. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Okay. I'll say that you get to copy basically a note that talks about something being in the ocean. Not quite an approximate location. Just an in general like scope of what she can figure out about it how large it is, which is about as large as a, I want to say a city, and lining, not it up, but lining something else, some point of the ocean up with something that's in the trophy room, those things line up with something coming in from outside of the galaxy. At some point, Holmes does remember a couple of things. Her, her dad did like stars, but he didn't know a lot and he had to stop going to school kind of early but anytime he would be on lunch and he worked on a lot of big high buildings if it was at night and they could see the stars he'd take her out there and they would look at it uh and then she'd eat his lunch she didn't eat the apple though she didn't like apples but that's as much as she can remember before she kind of starts getting quiet again can't remember your name yet no all right we'll get there yeah Remembering things doesn't feel very good right now. That's, uh, I guess, not life in your case. Mm. 
anyway, did we get what we came here for? Mm, not yet. Uh, How do we get what we came here for? Give me a joint investigative mystery. We'll do the average. I've got Doug. With his minus one. Thirteen. Oh. Eight for Doug. Not bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. <laughs> eight for me. Okay. Nine for Duncan. We need a success. We need a success. Eight for Luke. Okay. Bucky. Damn, you all suck at being smart. No. It's not bad. At some point with enough poking around, and I'm going to say somebody probably does mess with the lights specifically to turn them off to see if that does anything. It's me. I specifically said I was going to play with the lights. There's a dimmer switch next to the lights. The dimmer switch doesn't do anything to the lights. Turning it down brings some of the stars closer. And with the alignment that's set up, the North Star is almost directly in the middle of the room. So the stars that become closest are the stars in that area. And we want the star right below the North Star. Mm -hmm. Can we reach it yet? Bringing it all the way down will actually put those stars right around your head. And it's not quite to scale because those stars would be really far apart in this case, but they look grabbable. Um. But Holmes, Holmes jumps up immediately. She says, I want to touch it. I want to touch it. Pick up yeah! yeah. <laughs> you pick her up, and she puts her hands on it. She's like, oh, it's, like, kind of cold. It's super bright, but it doesn't look like it's hurting her at all. And when you take it down, nothing else happens. So it doesn't trigger anything else. But it's about the size of a softball, a very glowy softball. Well, I guess we got to take that back to the room. Yeah. Yeah. I know Maher is definitely going to be taking her back to healing as the one ticket. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The rest of us are good to go to the next room. Okay, I then we're just. I have to get my next oh. ticket. Oh, you. St- oh yeah, you. I thought you got two. Okay. So that was Luke. what's what's gonna happen because Doug had to go to the bathroom is well, Maher's probably just gonna say okay, yep, good, and then uh, she's gonna wait in the waiting room. Wait, wait in the waiting room for the rest of everybody else. With Holmes and Holmes's star, which she's going to put in one of her little pockets in her little Sherlock Holmes coat. Was it the trophy room or the memory room that they that I was told that that random kid's at? It, bel- it was the memory. I room. believe it was the memory room. It was the memory room. There's no second guessing it for me. I specifically remember it because of the conversation we had around it. <laughs> you said the memory room, right, Rabbit? <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> Since Doug's not here right now, I'll go ahead and say this. Just Holmes is just like, okay, come on, Grandpa, let's go back. <laughs> Don't forget the rabbit. Don't forget the rabbit. Stuff that star in there, and as soon as she stuffs it in there, you can't actually see any of the light from it anymore. <laughs> um, so we all head back through, I imagine. You all head back through. And then they go to the waiting room. They go to the waiting room. Should we go to the waiting room, too, to wait for you, or do you all Preferably. Since you guys linger for just a moment, because Maher's going to need to be in the waiting room because he's not going to be able to witness this, you, you linger for just a second and you realize that there is, there are walls in this room. In fact, it's not as dark as it was before. It looks like this is just some shack, almost. It doesn't even have really anything in it. The mirrors are still there, but they appear to be supported by backings now even though you can still walk into them they're not floating anymore and duncan 
the magical presence that was in this room is extremely toned down and is now mostly just the magic of the way doorways work in this house in general. As though somebody has taken the security locks off of a door and turned it mechanical. You can't feel the presence of the mage anymore either. However, those cracks that are there, they're only there in nine of those doors now. Well, no, eight. The ones that don't have it are the waiting room, which is open. Um, two frames that look like they have um, uh, just darkness within them instead of mirror. And the one you just came from, which goes to the observatory. It appears as though both of the other rooms are open. I'm going to head to the memory one. Okay. Oh, I'm actually really glad Willie didn't give the guy his shotgun, because I would have felt really bad. Oh. I, I wouldn't know how to get that back. <laughs> uh, suck, Sarah. Eat my ass. <laughs> Willie yeah. like, Kenny likes Willie better. Fuck you. I'll never compete. Okay. So right. no one can compete. Not you ever. guys I'll make your way him. into a room filled with orbs. Floating orbs, glowing orbs, orbs that flutter, orbs that when they move, because some of them do move in the air, they leave spectral after images, many different colors and shapes and sizes in a, a, a room that is Greek-like. It, it's filled with porcelain pedestals and a flowing fountain. And Holmes comes in and she sees all of the pretty little orb things. She's like, whoa. And then she realizes all of them are too high up to reach again. And she says, oh. <laughs> yeah. Have well, before, before we... Let's not touch them yet. Before we, I was going to say, before we do that... Um, it's coming for me here. Oh, Let's wait, no. Let's not get grabbed with just the realized, things yet. I just realized Holmes isn't with you guys. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's oh, just the three of you. Yeah, just us. Okay. All right, never mind. You guys, you guys want... Four. Four of you. Yeah, because Luke and Duncan. I forgot I have to split Michael in half. <laughs> That sounds painful. So I guess this is probably the memories of everyone in the house. Probably. The Would make I'm sense. I don't know what these guys are doing. Alex is looking for a very specific thing. I don't know what kind of kid would be here, though. I'm going to look around. Okay. So there are bigger orbs and there are smaller orbs. And then there are a couple orbs that are placed on higher places. And every orb looks like it has something going on inside of it. Although it's a small one or two second loop for most of them. There are some locked away cabinets as well. From the glowing that comes in from underneath the doors of those cabinets, it looks as though more orbs may be inside. If anybody touches any of the orbs, uh, in a similar way to how when, Alex, you dropped your glamour and you were able to experience a memory that you had never been in before, this creates a similar sensation, but for memories of people that you do not know. A lot of them are people that made deals. Some people had deals made for them. A lot of them made those deals themselves. Depending on how how risky it was to do so and what the intentions were usually colored the memory more animated orbs tend to have more magic users that wanted power some of them wanted to get a one-up on the baba yaga 
a lot of the ones that float now down towards the ground are more mannequin related people that just kind of wanted to to get something in edge like edgewise against another person the ones that had those used against them are probably the ones that don't move at all then they barely glow nothing's organized unfortunately the only thing that is organized is whatever's locked away uh, it also appears like there may be another uh, sub room within this room about the size of broom closet it is a porcelain door that also, by the way, everything is made of just basic ceramic that has no door handle. It has the thing that holds the door handle, like that little stick part, but not the round part. Not the knob. Just the mechanism oh, for it. Oh, I opened this shit back on my house. This is rather easy. Oh? Yeah, all we just need is something to put in the hole. That's literally it. Even a simple butter knife can open the door. Okay. All right. Uh, if... What's that? Actually, we have our weapons. You do have your weapons. Uh, Cody, if you want to roll, put the pieces together with advantage. That is a sharp one. Okay, with sharp, right? Yes. That is exactly 10. All right, on exactly a 10, you reckon that you could probably put any correctly sized memory on as a doorknob. I wonder if we're looking for just the memory of a door opening. Maybe. That's not actually absurd. Um, right now, let's just look for something that we could put on there. Uh, meanwhile, I wonder how we're going to... I wonder if we can look at those ones. Locked away ones. What about the ones that are high up? Well, Willie's got those. Can okay. Can we actually reach them? So can Willie reach them? Uh, probably. I'm not gonna roll. F I'm not going to roll for tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what stat that would be. <laughs> you got this, Willie. Really I imagine tough. Go ahead. Roll for tall. Oh, no. Willie. What? You don't stand a chance in tough. I have plus three to tough. Ah! <laughs> Here comes the snake eyes. I'm short today. Really kind of short. My bones hurt. That is fucking. That's the opposite. That is double, double six. That is fifteen. You roll two ones and you're fucking three feet tall. I'm not really feeling it today, guys. This is the opposite. Nine feet tall today. <laughs> You put some, just a little bit of weight on one of the cabinets to grab some of the, the higher floating memories up towards the top. Two things happen. One, you gather like a whole armful of what look like really important memories. Oh, you're fucking dying. Which affects you all at once because you see a bunch of magic users that got biffed kind of early on. A lot of them were liches. A lot of them were looking for that eternal life and they turned to the, to the hostess for that. Some others called her specifically uh, a wandering witch. A couple others mentioned her as the Baba Yaga. And putting weight on that cabinet opens the cabinet that had the locked memories in, not because you unlock it, but because you break the mechanism inside of it and the door itself breaks and is no longer shuttable. But that you can now access what looked to be... Uh, Did he just open up the locked cabinet somehow? He opened, Yeah, he opened up the locked cabinet essentially by putting weight on it and crushing whatever part of the rusty lock was on the inside of it. Stun is done. Open it up. There are small memories in there. A little gathering of them in a basket. It looks like they were carefully collected. A lot of them are sepia in tone. Uh, in What's a, that mean? Um, like, okay. like, like a light brown filter that tends to go on old photos. These are odd. In addition to that, there are two things. Uh, actually, underneath the basket itself is a thin book. 
in the basket is a Viewmaster. Pulling the book out itself will show that it is a collection of what look to be Viewmaster reels, various kids' cartoons, and different environments and stuff that. like that. We had to break this thing open no matter what, so that's good. But there is one reel that is missing. Mm. Might be for a reason that one was taken out. It's fine. We have one other thing that we've been looking for. Well, I'm just gonna get take a quick look, Andrew. Though, I'm gonna touch one of the basket ones because they was put in so carefully. I want to see what they are of that made the, that made her lock these up. You enter into a memory and you feel like you can't breathe. Okay. You you have people standing over you that are trying to talk to you and just tell you to stay calm, uh, and it's not working. And uh, although you don't, like, you try to focus on anything other than it, you can hear an older adult man who is yelling, and he's trying really hard not to. It looks as though you are in some sort of rudimentary medical clinic. But that is a brief, short memory. You don't even really get the chance to catch your breath again before you're just kind of rocketed back out. (sighs) I guess you didn't like what you saw. I think I was dying. Uh, what? I mean, we already experienced death once. What's one more? No, we experienced death. Yeah, but this one, I couldn't breathe at all. Hmm. It was screaming. It was very uncomfortable. Let's not touch those memories then. I wonder if they're all the same person, though. If that's the case, there's probably a reason they're tucked away. And if what they look like is any guess, that's from a long time ago. Most likely. Mm. I suppose Luke is going to start looking for the memory that would open the door. You just need something that fits in it. There is one memory, and it's it's not quite... Y- you're shorter in this one. I- it's not quite a memory where you feel like yourself. You almost feel like you're disconnected from your own body, but you can see in the distance that is, in fact, the house that you saw earlier. This is the house that you are in, towering over your form as it leans down, and you can feel yourself getting picked up and carted away. Um, And as you look back, you can see these very close, put-together townhouses where you remember that you were there and all you can feel is this overwhelming dread and this sense of not wanting to leave but being taken regardless and then you're whisked away into darkness and you're pulled back out it looks like this memory specifically is the perfect shape to go on that doorknob and touching it again unless you want to experience memory won't activate it again so it's automatic the first time. You have to want to view it the second time so you don't constantly disassociate. Out of curiosity, what was that one? Um, someone being carted away. Huh. Not by choice, either. It was forceful. These memories suck. They're all the same color as well. Not inside the memory, but the, the orbs themselves are like that amber hue. Maybe some, maybe some nice memories around here. Puts it in the door. We'll have time to go over the rest of the basket soon. Somebody did grab the Viewmaster, right? I thought I thought you still had that because you grabbed it. I didn't grab the Viewmaster. You did grab the Viewmaster. It's at it the, the bottom. Book. It's at the bottom of the basket of memories, and then the book is underneath the basket. Oh, 
My 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 apologies. You grab the book, not the yeah. viewmaster. I'll grab the viewmaster. You can yeah, you can grab the whole basket of memories if you want. That would be stealing. Actually, no, it's not because we're still in the house. It's not from the trophy room. Still in the house. Not from the trophy not room. Not from the trophy room. Trophy room's most boring. If anything, she's the rude one for stealing these. Yeah. Um, Yoink. You guys make your way uh, into... You open the door. And instead of pulling towards you or out, you turn that handle and it clicks. And then the entire door raises up. But you guys come into what looks to be a bathhouse. Um, it is extremely pristine. It's got a lot of different statuettes in it. Some of them are in incredibly like broken states. None of them are, are near perfect at all. Most of them are missing limbs. A lot of them have shattered faces. And you can tell two things. One, there's a workstation nearby that appears to be attempting some form of repair. And the glowing that was coming from those orbs in all their different kinds, the water in this bathhouse gleams with that same kind of color, almost as bright as the star that was put into Holmes' pocket. Willard, in addition to that, one of the things that I forgot to mention, you did come into contact with a very specific memory. It was one of the fastest moving ones. You had gotten it when you had went up really, really high. You're inside of a room that looks very similar to that mage's room, although it feels much more real. You're looking out through a mirror at the flat image of Holmes herself, and you can see that he's writing down something very specific, and then he just finishes what he's doing with like a flourish, and he says, well, that's the last page. And he says, and uh, that's the last of it? She says, that's all I can remember. He's like, well, we filled a lot. He's like, yeah, I, I think that's everything. And she says, uh, I'm, I'm going to go now before I forget how to get back to my room again. He says, uh, all right, well, hopefully one of us will remember that this is here. And he just snaps the journal shut, and he goes back over to that bookshelf, and he just slides it in between two random books and leaves it there or you know i'll say that i'll I'll say he leaves it on a side table somewhere you know somewhere where it's uh, somewhat easy to forget where it's at but that's the end of the memory willard 